everyone. Welcome back to the Girl of Gen Z podcast. So today I have a special guest on. Do you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> yes, I'm Sarah. We, me and Clarissa met at Starbucks. Oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> so this episode is going to be, it's basically going to be a Starbucks conversation. It's going to be what it was like working there, the little things that you guys wouldn't know as the customers, mm-hmm. um, and just like our experiences and and how we feel you know what's so crazy the other day i was actually thinking about it i was like oh my god i was like a lot of people don't know what goes on behind no the scenes they really Starbucks. don't like, like when when i you got guys hired. just see the drinks and the hectic lineups <laughs> and like the barista at the bar like looking frantic if there's like not enough people yeah. unless there's certainly the ones that will literally hand off your drink and it looks like amazing and they're like finishing it off do you remember prim yeah yeah like how she was doing that that was crazy (laughs) some people are just uh, oh man okay we'll get to it let's start okay i've already said but i think that i'm the host obviously but she already said my name so i'm the guest already got past that part (laughs) okay uh let's start with your like upbringing so who are you where where did you kind of grow up your background oh my god okay so um how do I start? Like, where this? should I start? Yeah, I'm like, where should I start? That's a really good question. Maybe should have thought of that. Um, <laughs> okay, so I grew up mostly in Toronto. I moved. I'm 22. I left when I was 17. But the thing is, though, is that I still go to school in Toronto, and I all my like childhood friends are still there, and I'm still keeping contact. Um, honestly, I just live in Mississauga right now. I love it. It's great. Even though I'm mainly a hectic city girl, the thing is, the massage is so calm and quiet. But other than that, I just work here. And so, how old were you when you moved from Toronto to Mississauga? Um, I was 17. The th- thing is, though, is like I was still going to high school in Toronto, and my high school was so far, but I still bust it all the time. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. What was the commute like? 45 minutes each way. Yeah. I know. I couldn't imagine. It was literally, if you're familiar with the GTA, it was, honestly, I always laugh and then say this. I'm not, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is horrible. I can't believe I'm about to say this. I went to the high school that burnt down. No, I'm not <laughs> laughing at the fact that it burnt down. I love my high school. I was like, really, like, I loved it a lot. I'm just, it's awkward when I say, I'm like, they're like, what high school did you go to? I'm like, you know the one that burnt down? I, was I like, don't. Yeah. I, I don't no, know. It was literally on the news. <laughs> it was literally on the news. That's what, like, everybody's like, did it oh, burn down? that's the high school. Because if I say, like, sorry, guys, I'm going to nickname it now. I'm like, oh, it's York Memorial or it's Memo. They don't know what that is. I'm like, oh, it was on the news. It burned down. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. So wait, when did it burn down? Literally like three or four months ago. That's like super recent. <laughs> yeah. It oh was my God. The Are they rebuilding? Like, no, they're like literally shoving all the kids into an, like, a new school. Or are they like dispersing them? Yeah, like some are going to mainly apparently another school nearby, Scarlet Heights, and then there's like other schools. Yeah. Holy. Yeah. So I had great memories there. You commuted from Mississauga to Toronto. Yeah. Every single day. Every single day. And I would commute back. And honestly. Was it public school? Yeah, it was a public school. Oh my God. I had such a crazy, like, high school life. Like, everything I did was in. Well, let's talk Toronto. about it a bit. Oh, okay, did you, sure. Like, did you feel like you had the typical high school experience? No. Well, honestly, here's the thing. Okay. So I was a cheerleader for the last four years. Like, I was the captain of the team. Um, yeah, I know. So, but it's so crazy, though, because. I honestly like when I moved that was the biggest change because like the commute you have to be up so early what I had to leave my house in Mississauga at like 5 a.m in the winter 
which is already so dark outside, so it was like creepy. Um, in an area that I was not used to, just to get to my like six a.m. practices. Yeah. So was, did you have to run them, being the captain? Yeah, you have to run them. You have, and then so did like, you have an assistant to help you? No, we had there was two or three. There was three other girls. I love you guys if you're watching this. <laughs> Which you guys better? Um, yeah, they were also a part of it, but um, I was the one that lived the furthest. So and I may have not told the truth about where I live, so I was able to continue going there. <laughs> it's too late now. I got my diploma. <laughs> <laughs> i know so um yeah i would go there and then like right after like i'd be so exhausted because i had been working the night before which my job was also in toronto oh my god so i didn't get the chance to transfer yet because i was still new by the time my parents moved so i was like i think i could still do it like no i'd be like finishing at nine coming home at like 11 because of how far it was in toronto that's and then, crazy as a high school kid too and then i'd be up studying because i was like i'm still am but like such a big nerd like i had to make sure i was prepared for everything and so like i'd be like going to sleep with my textbook open at like 1 a.m my dad would literally open the door and he'd be like um what's going on here i'm like stop i have to get sleep i have to be up in like four hours and then yeah that's literally what it was like it was like that every single day and your parents supported this lifestyle yeah in the sense that they were like my parents were also just like they knew that i they trusted me so they didn't know i would explain to them here and there they were still adjusting their own lives and like my four other sisters um into that like new masaga life like all that but like i was just always very stubborn and (laughs) seriously no it's true i was always really stubborn and like kind of just kept my business to myself in the sense that like my parents knew i was going to school and they knew i was getting all my stuff done so as long as you got good grades you came home like everything was kind of checked off that list and it was like do whatever yeah and the job like my my father always said like you don't need a job like you can literally leave it but it's like because i was so stubborn i was like no i want my own money i don't want to ask you guys yeah no i totally get that yeah like i was like actually yeah yeah so i was like um i just took it and like i ran with it and honestly made myself really tired exactly but it worked out so well because grade 11 was so hard i literally took four grade 12 classes in grade 11 um because there's this thing that we have it's your top six it helps you get into your university um so i was trying to get the four out of the six out of the way in grade 12 i actually only needed two or three credits and that's it so did you fast track yeah because i fast tracked so were you done a semester early or a whole year early? so here's the thing my school didn't have a semester the um so it was a year long it's a year long school the thing is those like so i just they need you're only allowed to have two like two spares that's what we called it it was same yeah. with our school exactly and then you're, whereas like then you don't continue. really have a class you just have a break yeah and then you'd be a part-time student if you exactly and they don't do that and honestly they're not I, supposed to do that that's a whole other story i had a guidance counselor talk to me about that he goes so why did you fast track i was like I can't believe you're giving me crap yeah, for, for wanting being, to finish yeah, and be a good student. Child. Exactly. And I got such good marks. So I was like, um, I should be getting a congrats. Like, you know, here's your th- achievement piece no, of paper. You know what? Honestly, guys, I can't believe I'm about to expose this, but <laughs> it's literally, he told me, he goes, oh my God, like we're going to get cut like funds for you. <laughs> Yeah, oh my god. So, um 
<laughs> yeah, he actually said that to me. And then what else? Um, yeah. So even though I was only allowed two spares, I didn't need the other credits. So they would have me take classes that I didn't need to go to. That's that annoying. So no, I had those classes and I would just like sleep in. I was like, okay, I don't but need then to that, go to that class. It wouldn't affect your. It wouldn't as long as it was in your top six. Yeah, I guess. exactly, exactly. So I would literally like sleep. So they just had to not enroll you. Promoting this, but in another term in our like slang was skip. Yeah, you'd literally be skipping. Yeah. Guys, not promoting that. <laughs> Honestly, though, my mom was totally and dad. Yeah. Um, and I'm so okay to say this. We're okay with us skipping if it was like, hey, I did all my work. And we have a supply teacher, so can I leave? And they're like, yeah. well, yeah, that's useless. Like, why yeah, would you sit there exactly. for an hour and whatever being babysat? Yeah, <laughs> like, literally. Thank you. But then we- we'd go to our attendance lady and she'd give us crap for it. And it's like, exactly. do you want me to go do my homework somewhere else for other classes? Or do you want me to sit in this class that I'm literally not learning anything in? Exactly. She didn't get it. Oh, my God. No, you know, also, I will never forget this. In grade 11, I was taking grade 12 English. Oh my god my teacher hated me even though i literally got like a 94 in the class literally she did not like it because i would be that's the time where i'd be having um cheer in the morning and so there would be like a little time frame in between like the classes before it started and she was my first period class oh, no. when i would go into her class sometimes i put my head down and sleep not promoting that as well but i mean you had no sleep i was like i had all the work done everything's done i already read ahead of the syllabus like what's the problem which is not nice still it's disrespectful (laughs) i get it but like i would put my head down oh my god there was this girl that was sit beside me she like tapped me okay like if you guys really see somebody putting their head down first of all they have dark circles in their eyes i'm pretty sure it's like left permanent marks and she would literally tap me she'd be like hey 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 i remember one time i just got up and i'm like yes and she goes are you sleeping <laughs> i was so mad i was like, I was there, I'm like what does it look like yeah like what do you think i'm doing like sniffing the desk like what's wrong with you yeah but yeah no i would try my hardest and not let my teacher see that i'd put my head down even though it's i was sitting in the front so i don't know how i was going with that but she i think I, I, like she called me out on it twice but i was really like she had me back my assignment i'm like and then this like smart engineering kid like because he was gonna get into like engineering um he literally turned around he goes hey what'd you get and like he saw my work he goes how'd you get higher than me i'm like that was rude oh, yeah, first of all I was like okay like whatever that's so funny <laughs> yeah literally just like okay can i go back sleeping like <laughs> everyone's so bothering me yeah literally <laughs> But yeah, that's a little bit about my high school experience. So how did you transition out going into university? You know what's so crazy? This actually plays into how I got into Starbucks. This actually Let's plays into it. it very well. So I, like I said, was very stubborn in my own way. And um, so I was very adamant about leaving to go away for school. Um, I honestly thought I was like, I'm so independent because my parents just always encouraged that in me. But it was kind of like, false independence definitely false if i'm still living if you're still living with your parents you know there's still some dependence yeah 100%. but um exactly so i didn't realize how much i actually relied on my family i was uh, honestly i wasn't that grateful until this experience i went off to queens in kingston which honestly was that your first choice school yeah it was my first choice a second was western um percent <laughs> yeah but um i went away and honestly it taught me so much like it was 
it was a, a huge big change, difference. Eh? Yeah, I think I had two people from my high school that, that I there? knew that went there. But it's to go from such a hectic city life and every like the communities like you guys just know each other and stuff to just go into a small like quiet town like with a bunch of like just University random different students. personalities yeah. everybody's trying to struggle and figure it out and like you're really struggling to figure it out because you're just like whoa like this you you got thrown off board like, it's you like a culture shock because exactly. it's like you're not used to the town you're not that used was to the, the biggest of thing it was such a place. big culture shock so i was literally like miserable i was so miserable but i was thankful for that misery because it taught me that i was like okay honestly i'm like i'm just gonna transition over to ryerson um i went to a university downtown to actually toronto because i knew after like my first semester i was like no i'm way too miserable i told my mom how was that it was tough making that decision but honestly like i said that independence at least that that thing that I had, I don't know what the word is for it, but I guess it was just very headstrong. At least I was like very determined to know that like everything happens for a reason. I really do believe that. So I was like, okay, honestly, I came here. I learned a lot of what I should have been grateful for. And I learned more about myself in that quiet time. And I was like, and everybody needs that. So it was like at 18, I learned that I'm definitely a city girl. This is not for me. Did you think you're more of a homebody too? Like, were you on res at Ryerson? Yeah, I was on res. Okay. No, at Queens. I was okay. on res. And then, yeah, um, I just called my mom. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. And she goes, I'm like, I don't want to be here. And she's like, that's fine. Like, come home. Like, she, she's... My, so my she opened are, you back with open arms. Yeah, of course. They're literally like, they're like, we let you go because you wanted to go. But, like, of course we want to see you, like, every day. Like, that's our that's your kid. Like, I get that. And my dad, honestly, he was very, like, headstrong, too. And, like, at my age. So, he understood why I wanted to just, like, go away. And, like... And then it's I a just, typical thought that crosses exactly. a lot of kids' minds. When and at least 12. I was always thinking about it. Like before I chose to go to Queens, I'm like, if I don't go, I will always live with that what if. 100 percent that was the exact same exactly. experience for me in that sense what if yeah what if what if i'm like and if i it's do always the it back of your i head. don't like it i'm like i can always come back i'm like my parents didn't give away my room to anybody like they <laughs> didn't okay. change it you into lose anything some money from tuition and mm-hmm. housing and that definitely, hurts you definitely it does especially at that at that time it's hard yeah seeing your bank account but Honestly, over time it, it though i yeah, did not care exactly over time it's now it's in the past you know what i mean yeah. like it's not something you're yeah. For me, at least, it's not something I think about every day, like all oh, those thousands no, of dollars. Like it actually, one no, semester. it was great that that all that happened. I'm actually really thankful for it, despite being miserable. Like going through that, like you learn to deal with your demons, like all that stuff. Like being in a quiet place, like you actually learn to like deal with all the things that you bother you. Like I get a little anxious sometimes, and I learned to deal with why I was getting anxious with certain things, and I was like, well, I have no choice. I'm going to talk to myself, so let me figure it out. Did like, you have a roommate? Yeah, I had two roommates. They were both from China. They were really cool. They actually taught me some words in Mandarin. I don't remember them. And they literally <laughs> were taught me. But because of them, I want to learn Mandarin. It, like, motivated yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. And then they also taught me how to properly use chopsticks. Uh, yeah, seriously. They were <laughs> really cool. we all wish we knew. <laughs> exactly. But they were so busy with their own stuff, and they actually went out to party a lot, and I didn't um and honestly you know what i would love to do i would love staying in my room and watching the office yeah that, <laughs> you're not the first yeah, person i've I heard say that literally i loved it that's like, it's just like what, you're so busy that like the only time you had to yourself to watch the office you just wanted to exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly so i don't know 
all that like they did their own thing like yeah we went out a couple times but like still that wasn't enough for me i knew there was like still that thing and i was like this is not right and you have to just trust your gut and so i knew that if i was gonna come back i obviously started a semester like already so i was like there's no way i'd have to reapply to ryerson and all that so wait, what was the time you went home so i went home in i, th- I want to say january 2nd so you finished first semester or no i think at the end of december oh no it was like december something yeah i finished the first semester did your exams yes i did my exams all that i think it was like in the middle of december i can't really remember but it was definitely in the winter time i honestly just booked my training ticket my parents oh no i did not book my train ticket but that's how many times i had booked the train ticket to keep going home because i was so tired yeah and just wanted to see my family but um my parents drove up grabbed everything for me and we left i just left i honestly did not look back um and i was so happy that i came back into like where i was actually meant to be be. exactly and i was like this is where my soul feels at peace right now this is where it needs to be and then i like i always knew whatever decision i make i make the right decision like everything just is gonna play out like you said everything happens for a reason so you felt it wasn't even in that moment for a while you were feeling this like gut feeling yeah that like brought you back home yeah so i have a younger sister she's 11 months younger than me she was working at starbucks oh before you yes before me okay so she's actually the one that helped me get Get into the job she was she at the one that i met you at or no 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 no. you're at one before that or she she was at one before that you know yeah she no she was at square one okay yeah so basically um how that played out before i left queens i was like what i'm like oh my god what am i gonna do for the next semester like like you know when you're you're still a high school student and you had just like you're like you no longer have school right at that second so you're like what do i do with my time and you didn't have a job when you were at queens right no well i did but like it was like this you know like those sample food samplers at like costco i would do that on the weekend so i was like yeah at costco no not at costco it was at loblaws but it was pretty cool but like Honestly, I love that. I was like, so I was like, honestly, <laughs> this was cool, next. but like, thank you very much, but <laughs> this is not happening for me. Like taking the bus and all that stuff in Kingston was just weird. Um, but yeah, so I was like on FaceTime with her, I guess. I think it was on FaceTime and she was telling me, she goes, oh, like, like I was thinking like, what do I do if I come back? And she's like, why don't you just work at Starbucks? I was like, oh, there's no way like I would get a job at Starbucks. Like, you know, like you just think of it so high up that you were never like that. Mm-hmm. You think that they're so like I thought the same thing. I was like, there's no way they'd ever process. hire me. I thought the same thing. Incorrect, guys. <laughs> Literally don't think of it like that. They're like Go always with an open mind. Yeah. Honestly, you'll be you'll be surprised. Starbucks is really inclusive and diverse. Especially when I got in. I remember looking at their like inclusivity like uniform. They're like, and we allow this hair color now oh, that, and piercing. I was there before that like, yeah i yeah. know that's what i mean like compared to what you said like yeah. with inclusivity and like yeah, how no, open they Star are to Wars people always just they know how to cater to a younger crowd and a younger generation which are obviously more open hopefully guys seriously <laughs> <laughs> open to a more diverse like you know world like accepting of it yeah like everybody's gonna be diverse anyways you just have to learn to be accepting and that's something that people need to live, fix with themselves yes um so yeah so so she said she go said to starbucks yeah, she said, just apply to starbucks just you're coming back anyways just come and they're having an open house or something like on, like you, they do this thing where it would be a bunch of managers and they'd rent out the space in a part of the mall yeah so that's what they were doing and you would just go in 
and just like you know Apply? interview with a bunch of on managers. the spot yeah so it's like mcdonald's does that like once a year they have like yeah, national, hiring national hiring day, day. so that was kind of their way of doing people, it though. do they yeah. <laughs> i don't know we've never yeah. tried yeah. we've never worked there yeah. <laughs> um okay so then did you go in on that day that yeah, they had the I thing in the mall i went in and i got interviewed by a couple of people and this one manager really liked me he ended up being our manager he was really cool and if he's watching this, I hope you know I said that you're cool. <laughs> um, it's really important. Yeah. <laughs> he know, I know he wants to hear it. And yeah, you do. Okay, so yeah. Um, so he, he hired you on the spot? No, no. He didn't hire me on the spot. He, we did the interview and he was just like, he was just doing his thing. He was naturally like very charming like as a talker. Like, so I was... Yeah you, remember that. yeah you remember he, he was known for that at our people store. would come in for that yeah like. literally come in asking for him like um yeah so he just always likes to put on a great like a grand show yeah um but yeah so basically i interviewed with him i just let him talk and he was honestly it was really cool and like he just asked me a couple questions we answered it honestly i just felt so at ease i was like okay like you know this is comfortable yeah, like you're like yeah that was like no this problem is, you know i'm doing the right thing and then um i guess that i also applied online as well and like i had gotten a call back this is what how i actually got the job so basically he i didn't know this but i because of how comfortable i was in the interview i was like okay so this went really well like i understood that um but then i didn't get a call back from him i don't know how long it was but i didn't get a call back from him so i was getting a little nervous i was like okay cool whatever or any of the other managers but then there was another manager i saw i think he said i saw your resume online or something um I just wanted to let you know if you can come in for an interview. Like, I want to see you. And so I went in. He has opening a new store. Um, and he had just gotten promoted to manager. So he was, like, new to it. As well. Yeah, exactly. And there was, like, two other people working there. So I was like, okay, this is really cute. Like, Starbucks is just naturally really cute. Like, they've perfected that. Like, just yeah, a, it's a, it's a very, nice very cute. Like, exactly. And Process. welcoming. Yeah, exactly. So, and everybody's just really kind. It's actually true. Like when you actually get lucky enough to get an interview with a manager, you're just gonna. They're just really kind. Like, I still to this day call it my fun job. Yeah, it was. It was it, a fun it, job. It was like a breath of fresh air going Seriously. in, like being with the people that was like our team, like the selected people that our manager like picked out. You yeah, know? he like, was definitely hand selecting it. Like, yeah, you know. So it was like it was just so weird yeah. how well it did work. Yeah. I was like, I've never been exactly. in a workplace you know why, like though? this because he worked so hard. He worked so hard. Like, I swear to God, guys, he would work 60, 70 hours. Yeah, like, definitely when, put in the work. Especially when he was first starting out. Because um, he had to prove it. Because he was out, an outside hire. And that's not new for Starbucks. Well, it did get proven. Yeah. We'll go yeah, get there later. Exactly. But. So, basically, this guy called and he said, like, oh, I really like you, whatever. Like, So, this is the other manager. This is another manager. And I actually went into the store. This wasn't the, like, little event they had. Um, and so, he really liked me. And he made that very clear. And then I think he had told me that he was going to hire me or something. He goes, you're going to hear back from me. Like, I'm going to call you. Like, at this time, I'm just going to, like, see something. I don't know. Like, I don't really remember. But I was just, like, really too happy and about the fact that I'm getting a free Frappuccino. <laughs> oh, yeah. At the Honestly, interview, guys. they literally always ask you guys, oh, go order whatever you want. Go get whatever you want. Like, drink no wise. limitations. Yeah, drink wise I only. thought it was wild, though. I was yeah. just like, uh, and like, oh, I don't I think get? I want anything. Like, are you sure? And I'm yeah. like, 
it's normal like do they always ask people this but yeah like you learn over time it's it's free yeah i know and it's just like that's just another thing that's like okay like look we have an abundance of this stuff let's show you how open and welcome we are right yeah so it's also part of like the presence and also like like you said at ease being comfortable like having a coffee while having an interview like what like no other place you don't have to pay for it like we're gonna give it to you Yeah. yeah So I remember I was like, yes, I'm going to get a free Frappuccino. What'd you get? I got a green tea Frappuccino. Oh, okay. At that time, I wasn't vegan. So I was like getting it with like caramel drizzle, like all over the cup. Yeah. No, it actually tastes really good. (laughs) The ones who love matcha, like will know that that tastes good. And yeah, I was like whipped cream and everything. Now I can't do that, but it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) You enjoyed it while it lasted. Exactly. Did you get a venti? I think so. (laughs) Might as well. Yeah, might as well. Um, So yeah. So then, um... Or I think he was getting a phone call or something. I don't know. But he ended up calling me back. And he said... Who? The guy? The guy the you're talking guy. about? This okay. is the second guy. Not our actual manager. So he said, he goes, Sarah, I was going to hire you. But like, I didn't know that you had done an interview with another manager. And he goes, and he wants you. And he called me to tell you, tell me that I can't hire you, that he wants, he already approved you for his store. And I'm like, I didn't get a call. Like, <laughs> like okay, but sure. So I was like, but I was excited. I'm like, hey, two people are fighting over <laughs> me. I know. And then, um, yeah. And so, so like, when our manager and guys, I you? only applied as a barista. I only oh, yeah. selected that. Tell and them I though made the that... different positions there are. Yes. I'll tell you that after I tell you guys how, what position okay. I ended up getting. So, um, yeah, I like ended up getting a phone call, I think, the next morning. And it goes, hi, this is that manager's name. And he goes, oh, I just wanted to like let you know that I, I wanted you to come in right, like today. Is that possible? He didn't even tell me I got hired. He literally just told me, can you come in? Like, I was like, okay, sure. Does that like, mean start at least then? the other guy told me that straight up, like, that he was gonna hire me. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I come in, um, as I, if it was an interview. Like, what did you dress for? So, no, no. So, this is just, I came, of course, you're gonna come dressed like professional or like whatever business professional. Casual yeah, business like, casual. That's a perfect way to state it. Okay, let's call the manager Bob because his name's not Bob. Yeah, his name's not Bob. But just, and he knows just his so name we can, is not Bob. Just <laughs> yeah so we could just like make it easier for the listeners yeah exactly so bob called you in you went in bob called me in i went in and honestly i was so like confused i like sat down he goes okay so um so this is like this this is how this is gonna work i wasn't really listening in the beginning part because he handed me a a a, like this coffee passport thing and then um starbucks when you start off at starbucks you get this little tiny notebook it's literally so cute and it literally tells you about all the coffee origins um like kenya and all that stuff at the time we actually had kenya coffee in or like canada flavors are i can't remember yeah i'm pretty sure it's in seattle roastery though yeah um should be yeah so he like hands it to me all that stuff this welcome package literally how does that even told me i got hired yet literally (laughs) just handing me a bunch of stuff and then he goes so you're gonna be a shift supervisor I in the interview I explicitly has stated I was like he goes oh what do you want to be I was like a barista I was and here's the thing my sister worked at Starbucks so she told me she's like don't apply for a shift supervisor like be a barista because <laughs> she is she a barista she was a was barista, she only but ever she barista? saw like how tough it could be on the shifts like and shortening it we always called each other just shifts yeah um yeah and I was like 
okay but you like just i accepted just took it? it i just accepted it because i was not gonna argue with him like i was, wanted you that bad you're like okay yeah, am i, I, really, I, might I was like honestly right? i'm like you know what like if that's what you're gonna give me and that's what's gonna cover my time while i'm not at school then sure like, yeah why not he explained it to me how some of it's gonna like the breakdown synopsis of like how it was gonna work um but it was kind of like it? what was the breakdown it wasn't really much because he was still figuring it out himself. But <laughs> was you know, he too? he's a great talker. So you just kind of let him Go say what it. he wants. Yeah. And like, he can just literally think nothing of the situation or know nothing about something, but still make it look like he knows. A hundred percent. Exactly. Like that's just, that's a really good like communicator. But you wouldn't always be a shift supervisor. Like there were some days you'd be a barista. No. So he never told me that. Then at the time, he, so because he had just become the manager it was like he was still gathering his team so like whoever was a supervisor was just doing supervised duties oh okay yeah so i did not build up from the ground up which is usually starts as a barista then you can get in promoted. most positions at jobs exactly like you that's climb internal the ladder. climbing up but he didn't do it stuff like that and that's okay <laughs> like yeah, he, had his own he way definitely of doing promoted things. people but like he enjoyed like just like picking out his own yeah team. and giving and, him and the it satisfaction worked. and being like yeah like, well i built this person from intuition. the ground mm-hmm. it was very like clear mm-hmm. um but yeah so we, i started out and then so was the, at the very end of that day did he say like oh by the way you're hired or are you no, just assuming just, the whole was, time like so hey. you're a supervisor so i was like okay thanks i will be read between the lines and that means <laughs> i got hired okay <laughs> and i was like yep yeah, like and then so basically my training started he told me about my training um, my training started like I think a week later, um, and it was at a store nearby my house. I actually ended up training with a girl who later on became my best friend at the time, and yeah, it was so crazy. We got hired at the same time. We Wait, got so you, hired for the same position. You trained at a different store. Yeah. Oh, so, I can't. I, I remember you saying that now, yeah. but I'm like, oh, that's Starbucks. so odd to me because like I'm so used to like you get trained at the one you work at. But, exactly. Like, you were trained at a completely different one. No. So here's the thing with Starbucks. They want you to be versatile. They want you to be flexible. They want you to be able to uh, be able to play every position especially being shift though yeah i feel like you the expectation is even higher to like exactly be able to cover more ground exactly and plus people need to take you serious so you need to be able to like already have that flexibility instilled in you from the get-go like that was what the whole company was about they're just they want everybody to be a team player like you're not alone and you cannot do things they had these little cards sorry to jump in but it was i don't even know what they're called i still have it literally sitting on that bookshelf beside you yeah and you would like I don't know if it was it only the shifts I would give them out or could anyone because anybody can write that I only got them from the person who trained me and my shifts for the most part Jeez. but they would like no you should have got more <laughs> it's like, like we're encouraged to hand those out yeah. as often as possible we like, like keep smiling or yeah, you're doing such a good job kind gestures like good job at like a pen wow paying attention to detail and then they like I remember once someone slipped it into my apron and then they told me to check my apron at the Bob end of my shift probably did that I can't remember, but he like he enjoyed coming by like, and slipping things. Yeah, it's like aprons. weird though. I was like, "What do you mean? What goes, did you slip into?" Check that later. Like I'm like, <laughs> okay, no, guys, you will not touch anybody like that. You just drop it in. Yeah, because like, your apron's like you know you yeah. have your kangaroo pockets. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so so you I, trained at that other. Sp- I trained spot. at another store. Um, and plus, like, I they Starbucks is select training stores as far as i'm concerned like they actually like because here's the thing like if there's not a trainer at the store like you have to be like actually like go through this whole certification to become a trainer and i think at the time our store didn't have a trainer like or when you got hired yeah like they didn't have like a designated trainer on like call like or 
working a part of the team so they were like because he was literally like a bunch of people had just like quit and stuff so like when he came in he was just like building it yeah like yeah so he just like goes okay so you're gonna go to this store because there's not a trainer at our store yet and then um and like honestly thinking back like as a trainer you got to be pretty flexible with hours too because like it's a little bit intense with how much knowledge you're getting in the first little while, like with anything, but this job specifically. Yeah. So it makes complete sense that there's only so many that are certified that like you literally have to go to that store and have yeah. them show you the rundown. Exactly. I thankfully had an actual teacher who he like, that was what he went to school for. That's amazing. Yeah. So he so you got the best of the best. I literally got the best of the best. I'm telling you, this was how my life was supposed to play out at that time. <laughs> he literally trained me and let's call her Layla. He literally trained me and Layla at the same time, like, and everything. He was just great. He knew how to teach. And maybe it was just because he could go into my like learning skills. Like I learned exactly like, the way I was supposed to learn everything um, because of how good he was. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, he just explained everything. He would go through everything with us. Like I've seen other trainers and honestly, he was really like exceptional. Like he, when you have something to compare to afterwards, yeah, it really makes you like, yeah, like I've seen better. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so he was just great and like there was always like you could make it or like there was room for error and always encouraging growth in that like yeah so that's I did so a important week or two weeks with him um and it was every day eight to four it was like an eight hour shift eight to eight to five five eight to nine wow oh, can we do math or not hey let's do this really quickly eight to nine that's 10, 10 to 11 11 12 12 to 1 1 to 2 2 to 3 okay so eight uh, four eight to four yeah. see i was right the first time so yeah it was like eight to four and you get like a lunch um that's not paid for or is it paid for it's paid for starbucks no not paid for the 15s were, were paid for, were paid yeah. for. so on an eight hour shift you'd have two 15 minutes breaks that were paid for mm-hmm. and then a half an hour that was unpaid yeah exactly yes. yeah that's exactly what it was so um yeah i did that and then i went to our store and then that's when you just meet a bunch of different personalities and like you know you see like how everybody just meshes well together despite like their different upbringings and all that and at the same time like I don't know. Our it was just really entertaining working at Starbucks, especially at our location. Like our <laughs> location was, was twenty four hours. Guys. It was busy. It was like, busy. It oh was right off of the highway, where like and there isn't many twenty four hour ones. No, in our area, isn't. and there was like a lot of tourists that came. Yes, a lot of tourists, and we were like third in the district for a while or like second we were like top three for sure. Yeah, because what Bob would do is he would and shifts did this after. Oh, you with Clover. Yeah, but we no. I was gonna say that he would write like updates on our Facebook page, oh, yeah. like paragraphs of how well we did that day. Like he was these great. are the people that are working. Like who else? I remember reading this to my dad and being like, "That is like amazing. Who takes the time to he was write great. this out every shift and be like, hey, these are little things you have to work on.' Or Clover sales were really good, yeah. which we'll get into next. But it was just like he took that extra step and effort, and that's exactly why. And he had that charm, like you said. Exactly. So people would come in and ask for him. People would come specifically to our store just because of our team. Like I we know. were told to like basically like scream a greeting at you when you'd walk through the door. Like not scream, like just terrify you, Not, but it would yeah, be scream like, to be like like. like 
still Hello. joy in your heart, you know, yeah. like to really make it you feel It would wake welcome. you up for sure. Like, you know, when you're getting your coffee in the morning, yeah. it's like oh we're bright God. and That's so crazy. I, yeah. Like all these memories are flooding back in. So the Clover machine. Okay. That was Bob's baby. <laughs> he called it his baby. He like, did. He, he lived, breathed like those like everything clover one of those are one of the first things because, that i was made to learn yeah it was but with, that's the thing like it was only in our store so layla will showed me how to do the clover machine like one of my first shifts and that was literally my job was just to do clovers for like an hour and i loved it though i was like some people might think it's annoying to like deal with and we'll explain no, the process but like it was a good thing to it's learn because so, so many people would order it at that location so you did need to know how to do it, it wasn't something you could just brush off like someone else do it you know so apparently before bob started working there even though that was like the main attraction for the location um because it was this cool new like reverse french press electronic like device coffee that's like thousands of dollars machine. yeah i'm not really describing it properly because i haven't worked there in so long that like but i'm trying to recollect my memory on it bob you did a great job instilling that in me <laughs> um, but yeah basically like you would any drip coffee like you guys know about the pike the blonde the typical the ones dark roast you know and then we were lucky enough to have other coffees from different origins that were select they were like completely different and you can get anything that was a coffee bean you can get it crushed and get it on the clover like and you can get um, it in tall grande or can you do venti? venti you can even do short and you could oh, do it iced yeah that was cool too yeah you do it iced so bob made it his like mission to instill it in every of his employees um brains that you know what like this gets our hours this gets our like you know this will like not only stuff like that but like he'll just be like guys like you know just give tell us about it like you guys should want to know about this because like honestly it's really cool coffee and he would make us try one like every shift and like it was a little bit more money than like the typical just like pike from a what, what do we yeah, even call it was that like an extra 20 cents but honestly it was worth it because you got to it. like it, it was it's more like percentage of coffee um beans. beans per cup and then you obviously like you said could pick from different origins so i would never go with just like the typical blonde or pike because it's yeah. like with all these other ones why wouldn't even i just try blonde, that pike and dark whatever dark choice was at the time yeah uh, of the roast of the week um yeah you just picking that you taste the difference yeah it no it was so it was so good. much smoother it was like crisp, like everything was just good. Like, whereas the just the drip is fine, drip like, but it's just more watered down. Agreed, because yeah. it's per in comparison hot too that they like. Don't get me wrong, it. Starbucks coffee is great though. Like, just even the drip, but yeah. So he literally put it through our head that you know, guys, like this should be our mission. Like, we have to tell people about this because apparently the sales were low at the time and a lot of people didn't know I about bet. it. I bet, especially when it's a new item. Like, how are you gonna sell no, this? No, it wasn't new. It but, wasn't new. It had been around for a while. Just no one was promoting it as well as he was. Really? Yeah. yeah. I'm getting confused with the nitro cold brew. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what I'm getting because I remember that being installed and like that yeah. being our next mission on yeah pushing those sales. Mm -hmm. So basically, that machine, like we would just you basically crush the coffee beans through this little mini grinder <laughs> and like put it in and the thing goes down and i'm like and it has um a thing that you put the coffee beans on well the grounds coffee grounds on um while it was dry had like a back 
what was it? Seal vacuum seal thing. I I don't know how to describe it. My words are not good. But that's what it was. It had a screen that would like basically and like a toes. You guys have to Google it. This is actually honestly it's really hard to describe in detail on a mic. Tap of hot water that comes down into it, and then the um you stir it around for like ten seconds or nine. I think it would count you down too. I'm like trying to remember too. Less than that. It was ten to five or ten. It was not more than that. Yeah. It used like swirl it around and then um to make sure all the grinds are wet. And then because of the screen filter, it literally like the machine sucks out the, all the coffee and like just goes. It's kind of a cool process. Cup. My favorite part is when it would be a nice a huge hockey puck on the top. I know. And then you'd and scrape it into the garbage. It was just like it was so satisfying, like scraping yeah. that perfect. Honestly, circle it looked off. like a giant brownie and everybody a lot of people would come by and say, oh, is that cake? <laughs> I'm like, no, it's not cake. you want to try it? But there literally, yeah, no, there were literally some people that would like be like adamant on being like, no, like that's a giant brownie. Like I want a piece. I'm like, okay, you know what? Go ahead, touch it. Like, you know, what? I'll give it to you. Unless you want it so bad. Like, so you know, you're not going to like the taste, but I warned you. Um, but yeah. So, so that was your hiring process. That's what yeah. Bob made us really push. But then it wasn't so pushy over time because people just came people in. People just for naturally it. understood it after too. Like, and the regulars is just like what they'd come in and get. Exactly, they have the time, obviously. Exactly, unless you get an americano. America, getting an americano on the clover, which is basically just espresso on the clover, um, is cheaper. That's wild. Yeah, that's wild. That was a great sales pitch. So, then over time we got the nitro cold brew yeah which i it was with sweet cream <gasps> the vanilla sweet cream i that was loved so good. it guys this is like oh yeah. that is one drink i would cherish just because it was so expensive for what it was i know but like i was I, sometimes you get it as pre-workout sometimes before no, the gym seriously. so how would you describe that one basically honestly i could just remember making it i know like i love that you know what i love about starbucks everything is handcrafted like it is worthy of the price like it everything is handcrafted like you are literally getting somebody's love into a cup (laughs) and so um i just remember like pumping the vanilla in and putting in you know how much like goes into um each like ice cup and then you run the, like you just it's like it's, it's like a beer taps. taps so there's just two taps and there's like a filter underneath so like it looks whatever. exactly like a beer tap yeah. but it's not beer coming out it's cold coffee cold coffee yeah, exactly oh my god the process okay before we get into that the process of brewing the nitro cold brew that was a problem okay that that was a task and a half basically it was like seven liters of water okay so you take this big giant it was like Dutch iced coffee, from what I remember people telling me. Um, so you take this big thing, it's called a toddy. And then it's really big, and then it has like a little filter where you like open up and like whatever liquids are in there will come out gushing out. Um, so obviously you don't do that while it's still brewing. <laughs> unless there's like something underneath. So you take this giant like um paper like Bag? filter yeah almost it was, filter. it was a filter yeah and then you put the specifically um designed cold brew like it would be this little chubby bag and um it was in a silver bag it would literally say cold brew on it you open up the grind it's already crushed every oh no it wasn't crushed oh you have to like crush that on french press wow it was, I, am i allowed to be telling the recipe 
you would literally be crushing the on French press, um, taking out the grinds, putting it inside the thing. That was like a freaking 10, 20 minute like task. It really, I, that was one of the things I'd say shoddy not because <laughs> I really like, it would take you a while, especially when you're new at it, you're it. trying to remember the steps and you'd have to go And you're not trying to like break them. the grinder. Yeah, I know. That it was, was a big thing. Because you're, you're brewing so much because yeah, like, like she said, they're so big many coffees. Yeah. The thing, so you're yeah. like, oh my God, this is going to malfunction and like go uh, defunct. I know. <laughs> but yeah. So you take that, dump it in on like, you know, the grinds. Um, and once you're done the whole bag. Then you would basically be taking this giant like pitcher and like you'd be filling it up with like seven liters outside, depending on obviously the size of the coffee bag that you're brewing. Like we had five pounds, we had like something of seven pound or something. Yeah, I don't think more a than that. Pound, more think, than seven? I don't know. It was like something. But we used to do five a lot, so that's why I remember. But basically, depending on how much at the time all I can remember is seven, um, which whatever bag pound that we were brewing so we just pour the water like seven liters on the outside seven liters on the inside um and we tie up oh my god like, that stressed me out it up with a little like yarn string because imagine if the bag breaks because of how heavy it is and the and water it did break a couple times oh yeah <sighs> and then it's like well now the beans are with the the wet and it just it's all yeah, mushed it's, together i've wasted 20 hours because it's not a joke <laughs> it's literally it was a 20 hour brew time once you were done that half hour process literally by tying it up and maybe i'm exaggerating maybe there's some pros out there that are listening they're like it's not that bad yeah, not they literally that don't long. know what they're and talking like, about seriously <laughs> just because you got muscles now like just keep it to yourself okay we we're struggling <laughs> so yeah and you just basically put the lid on the toddy on it takes 20 hours to brew um so you would write on the, the thing or you'd set a timer um what time for people to dump it up because we worked at a 24-hour store and everybody would kind of see it whoever worked in the back like that was the good thing about being 24 yeah, hours we didn't need to set timers which timers got a little annoying sometimes it's like literally your alarm you're hearing it so often yeah um just timers going off for everything sanitizers <laughs> like coffee like everything yeah. had a timer okay and then yeah so we did that and then once you'd pour it out you'd fill it up in this like keg and like um you take it and you to the, towards the nitro tap and you'd plug in the oxygen yeah part of it you oxidize it this is crazy now that i'm bartender this all makes sense to me but at the time i was like i'm so confused how to change yeah. this like it just it seems so much more complicated than what it had to be but like it exactly. makes sense to me now yeah, so you'd have to hook it up to these, like, tubes. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, like, there was a certain way of doing it, obviously. And, like, only certain people at the time knew were, how to like, do were it. trained. Because, yeah. Not to show everyone. Is and, like, some people weren't really learning that well for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Honestly, it took me a couple tries. I did it once. Honestly, I think I, I messed up the machine a couple times, too. Like, we had to call that guy in, <laughs> like, our handyman Yeah, a couple times. Yeah. But, yeah, so you just, like you know and underneath the nitro tap there was like a little mini fridge so you'd always have like three kegs prepped so yeah like one that w was in use and then two that were like you know because Ready it was go. really popular during the summer yeah and it was honestly guys like that was if i had to spend my money now on a starbucks drink i would always go for a nitro cold brew if i'm looking for a coffee the thing is though it's so limited like as to what stores have it 
Is that your phone? I think so. Oh, no, my phone nine. Yeah, it was definitely mine. It was yours? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Um, the nitro Oh, the nitro cold brew. Um, so it was expensive for like what it was but it was so worth it to me because if like i was getting something at it Starbucks, was so handcrafted. That's what I'd be getting. like we literally had to put our blood sweat into not maybe our blood but maybe our sweat and tears yeah because if that <laughs> giant bag broke oh my god we, it would just not be a good time like but i we highly recommend you try it at some point no everybody only should try it some stores have it so when you come across it get it and that's the thing it, because it had two taps so one was regular cold brew that you can probably oh, we didn't mention that. Yeah. get at another store. The nitro part of it, the nitro tab, you have to pay a little extra for. But that one's worth it. That one, what does it do to it? It adds nitrogen to the drink? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, it just comes out this creamy color that looks like you added milk, but it's it no, It looks it's not. like a Guinness. So have you seen a Guinness smooth. being poured? It's so smooth. How it goes, like, light to dark yeah. and you see it, like, drop. That's that's what the nitro looks like. Yeah. So I like the system is just so cool. It's expensive as heck to install, but yeah. like it was cool that our store had that. I think it was pretty expensive to like even maintain. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. It was so worth it. So that was nitro. It was. So let's talk about the roles at Starbucks. So you said there's a shift supervisor, okay, barista, barista, shift supervisor, assistant manager, manager. manager. Um. I think that's it yeah sometimes you don't have to have a man i mean assistant manager you definitely need to have a manager um but yeah and then the roles that you have on shift on shift so if you see somebody with a little timer on like their side of their apron if i don't know if they still do this like, i would never then. wear mine <laughs> you would chase me with it I know, I know. <laughs> where's your timer i know i forgot i didn't forget I, I just didn't like the noise going on. Yeah, it's, but like it's, it's necessary. It Guys, is. no, she was watching the coffee though. Don't worry. <laughs> because the timer was there to maintain the freshness of the coffee. Did um, they take that stuff seriously? Yeah, well, everybody should. It's true. You guys want fresh it's coffee. It's true. I want fresh coffee. It's yeah. true. Working at restaurants, I'll just say that, um, yeah, it's really important to have fresh coffee. You shouldn't be sitting there yeah. all day. And then when it gets someone like, just imagine if you're that customer that gets exactly. that gross bottom of the pot it, or like beer. It's the bottom of the keg. That's gross. You wouldn't serve that. They're yeah. spending $8 whatever on a beer or like $5 on this coffee. And then sometimes exactly. a tip, like it's just, it's just serve them a fresh pleasant. cup. That's what exactly. they deserve. If that's what they're paying for. Exactly. So customer support, you'd have the timer and you'd have yeah. to do what? And you just be like basically supporting the customers by, um, making sure that you're greeting. Obviously every position has to greet everybody, but you're like running around grabbing things. You're the person um, who like is the person that like fills everything up and just make sure everyone's set up well. Yeah. That, exactly. And it's honestly a more important role than you think. Yeah. Because, because they're the backbone. Yeah. Exactly. The person can literally be making drinks. If there's no milk stocked in the fridge, then you, you're what running to go get milk. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally. Uh, yeah. Or like garbages store. are overflowing or like there's somebody comes to you. There's no tall um, lids left and you're like, okay, well now it's busy and I have to go get them. Like exactly. the customer support person is supposed to keep exactly. all that maintenance throughout their entire shift. Exactly. And then there was like a so POS a person. Yeah. There's a POS person that stays on cash. You can you have two POS people. You can have three. I don't know how many you have at your store. But we had two at most. We um, only had two tills. Yeah, exactly. The shift supervisor was usually always on the second because they can flex. They can help the POS person. They can help restock stuff. They can yeah. sh- slide over to the bar. And Wherever help. they need to. Yeah. Um, the bar person. 
But yeah, so that's usually how it was. And, and then this is bar. like a minimal amount. Like, because larger volume stores have people actually specifically designated for certain things. 100%. But our store kind of work like this. Um, it was nice, though, being flexible like that. Exactly. And then there's the person on bar. Did yeah. you mention that? No, then there's oh. a person on bar. Yes. So the, that one I know steals the show, unless it's the person on tilt, um, <laughs> which was always Bob. Bob was then you always would steal stealing the show. The show. Like, yeah. um, but the barista that was always on bar is basically how you would end your day because you'd be so happy with how your drink came out or you'd be unpleasant. Like, What was your favorite position? Honestly, I loved bar and I loved being a shift supervisor. The thing is, though, is like I didn't end up leaving Starbucks as a shift supervisor. I demoted myself later on. Nothing against the company. It was just not the right timing for me at that towards the end. You have to put in more hours of work too, right? Like yeah, you have to you be have there to put for in a, a certain amount of hours of work, which, which is hard fine. when you're in school and then balancing a hundred things. Yeah, it was fine. Like I don't know. I at Starbucks, especially at a large volume store, you learn to apply pressure to yourself because like you just have to maintain calm and not crack like right and sometimes during holidays because we're the only place to open you know that certain customers were watching you and they were waiting for you to crack okay they were waiting for you to crack we worked at a 24-hour store literally it was open all the time all types of people came in even on christmas day yeah i remember like that was my first job being like i've never worked i didn't work on christmas day when i was there but i remember being like i've never been in a place that's been open christmas day yeah i worked i've worked christmas for the last three years oh my god yeah. which is fine because like someone needs to do it <laughs> yeah and like i didn't mind i just worked in the morning and then like you know at home have the rest of the night to myself yes um but yeah i liked bar bar was my favorite too yeah. i hated customer support only because i hated like clean like you so there's a cycle of tasks and once you got through it you just start again and i was like oh, i'm bored i don't i don't want to do that for like four hours or six hours like i want to like for drinks is you're always making something new Different, yeah. yeah and it's like when you get the most random concoctions okay yeah it was annoying when it was busy because you're like, okay, I have to do a hundred other drinks. Like, I don't have time to make this yeah. one with ten steps. But when it was dead, I was like, I don't mind doing this. I'm gonna put extra effort in. I'm gonna like blend yeah. it perfectly. Like, mm -hmm. I like that was the highlight of my day. Like, exactly. making and trying new creations. We had a guy at our store at the time who was like super into the gym. So like, he'd always make like oh. protein type like slushed this and that. But like, honestly, it came yeah. out pretty good. Like, yeah. he gave out good recipes. Honestly, yeah, it did come out really good. You get to, like, learn to play with the blenders and, like, you know. Yeah. Honestly, making drinks. Uh, a lot of people see Starbucks as just, like, making the drinks. Like, you know. But, like, it's true. We do make a lot of drinks. <laughs> and we make really good drinks. But the thing is, though, is that, like, I don't know. I loved it when it was the busiest. And whoever was on bar, and you just slide over to help. And, like, you guys just go through the struggle together. <laughs> like, yeah. Because you guys true. always come out stronger, right? After, like, at the end of, like, the rush you'd literally be like wow what i liked great. is you always had support like if i ever felt like i was drowning there was always someone around to be like i'll absolutely help you like you yeah. were never like by yourself by yourself where you're like you know stressed out of your mind that was a couple times honestly when you're a supervisor you have to like you're the person that ends up getting have stressed to, like head, like direct the ship like that's literally what it is but you have to keep your own cool otherwise your baristas are not going to keep their cool it's Even, true it's yeah. like a domino effect like yeah. i said earlier like 
you like you steer the ship exactly what you said mm-hmm. so if you start stressing and panicking then like oh, i'm gonna probably do the same because i see you doing it yeah and like you have more tasks so what is there that you know that i don't like yeah. exactly <laughs> so it's, yeah i like yeah. pos too i like being on cash like that's like a if you like talking being a greeter and like it's good but if you're not a people person that customer support is definitely your role yes definitely <laughs> true honestly we're known for all everybody being like you know and you're ready to be in your face and have a conversation which is great that's the whole point of starbucks like they actually wanted to leave their landmark on within the community because they just wanted to be in your heart like they genuinely did not that was their mission there was a mission statement think so to nurture and something the soul (laughs) like that but yeah through each cup like it it was just meant to be more than coffee so yeah but if you're customer support you get the opportunity to talk a little bit less you know yeah you obviously still can but if you wanted to not you you could not have to talk your whole shift because you were just you know running around and doing yeah yeah exactly just greet say thank you and and goodbye exactly and keep smiling so what was your go-to drink at starbucks my green tea frappuccino but then i started realizing that i shouldn't be drinking as many frappuccinos so i like went into this drinking um like there was this thing called cool lime refresher they don't have that anymore but cool lime if you took out okay cool lime um mixing it with very very like these are all concentrates so which is a liquid yes <laughs> if they all liquid know. concentrates so it'd be i'd mix cool lime berry berry and lemonade that was no water good mix. i know and then you add all the inclusions it was so good inclusions are the topics yeah inclusions <laughs> oh sorry fruit inclusions which were limes and bra- raspberry or was it blackberry wheels blackberries. It was blackberry. definitely yeah. i only saw raspberries a small you shake it up those fruits come to life yeah. and you like pour it in your drink and you're like, Oh my God, this is so great. But then they took out the cool lime. And then I just honestly went to just drinking regular lattes. Like I was just drinking, um, the almond milk, like vanilla almond milk lattes. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. those. I don't, I don't love more and more the almond so milk at our Starbucks though, or yeah. sorry, at Starbucks in general. Yeah. I don't know. It's just not my favorite. I started liking the coconut milk one more. Oh, and then I just say that they're not even really milk. <laughs> Yeah. There are beverages. It literally <laughs> says on the box almond beverage. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the same at Costco. Like yeah. when you get like almond milk, it's not really almond milk. Yeah. You know? What was your at least favorite drink to make? Was there like a regular that would guess something that you're like, oh, every time? Yeah. Um, let me think. Hmm. I liked doing pour overs, but pour overs were annoying oh, when it was busy. Pour overs were so annoying consuming. when they're busy. Like, seriously, <laughs> like you feel you're that special. But okay, we're not gonna say everybody's taste buds are different. But like, really, you're gonna do that to me during a rush when you know that there's not enough people? You're gonna have to wait. Like, you know, <laughs> it's like they see it dripping, and you're like, I'm getting to it. But it's like, no, you literally see. Uh, I'm. I made it when it was supposed to be made. Like they literally, some of them were expecting that thing to come out like drip coffee like regular i'm like no this takes time like i have to make sure it goes in a circle it's and very like the true water the tips poured. yeah basically a pour over was had like this filtered little thing mesh thing and you have the coffee in there but you'd stick it in this like metal pitcher frame and the hot water like it was perfectly like everything would fit like a puzzle exactly, but so, it like, was so slow it would yeah. drip so it's slow. good but like uh, yeah during a rush you're better off just ordering yeah a normal coffee mm-hmm. yeah definitely but you know it's okay they want to pay for that but 
they're also gonna have to wait like, <laughs> that's just how it is like, so during our so people are always curious as to like what our discount was or like our like what, what we it? got during 20 percent. i think it was 20 or 25 when we weren't working no 25 um during partners partner something week we had no it was 30 weeks. it was 30 oh, during partner partner yeah. whatever week because i remember getting a cup waiting for like that week to get a tr- tumbler thing yeah sorry guys cracked my back <laughs> um but yeah but okay yeah and then 20 you're right 20 i think when it was like you're not you're not Minimum. working you're just yeah. walking in randomly and you get this cool little employee green card like and it was just like had the like starbucks but you're automatically a gold yeah you're gold automatically level, gold which is like, cool yeah it had your name and you're like what was our thing called our number partner number yeah our partner number it yeah we used to call like, each other partners like yeah. we're, you wouldn't say staff, well you, you like, are that partner. partner starbucks wanted you to like show you that okay you have stocks in the company they're like once you're an employee you just start gaining stocks depending on how long you've worked um and yeah so they wanted you to understand like they literally wanted you to understand this is your company you what you make of it is what the yeah they very are inclusive with the yeah. partnership and but then so during breaks we'd get a beverage free per break so say you had a four-hour shift mm-hmm. you'd have a 15 minute 15 minute break yeah 115 yeah by and, law yeah and then yeah. you'd get a free drink if you wanted it yeah. and then yeah if you had a half an hour break you'd get another free drink if you wanted it and then you know what my favorite drink is starbucks was water i would do you remember that i was obsessed with extra 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 ice yes and water like because our filtered water was just so good <laughs> that ended up that was always my favorite drink and i would just eat the crushed ice were you ever full-time full-time no but i worked like a dog like i do you know anyone that was full-time like i don't think starbucks makes anybody full-time unless you're assistant manager or manager okay because i was gonna ask about the benefits because i know you could like buy it is it you buy so benefits start us right when you start working about a consistent 20 hours per week it had to be it had to be 20 or more 22 something like that it had there was an accumulative number at the end because you get your like um this stub it's not a pay stub you just get this like paper that tells you what you're eligible for this because you've worked this many hours you're eligible for benefits yeah and so starbucks with benefits were great they were actually really good like i think when i had started working they had like 80 percent dental coverage for like a lot of things um when you were part-time well 20 hours is part-time yeah all you have to do is work 20 hours speak to your manager you know work something out between the two of you because like our location had a lot of like partners like 45 at one point and like yeah yeah we had 45 at one point and so basically there's always going to be like a lot of people like you know asking for hours some people were just students. Some people wanted to actually, like, you know... Some people were there more long-term than others. Like, some people wanted to grow in the company. And I think Bob really took that into consideration when he was yeah. He was t- always taking everything into consideration. Like, he was always in that back room trying to figure something out, you know? Yeah. He was always, always thinking of something new. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, like, you just, like, you get these benefits. And they were great. Like, and if you are a family person, all your... Like, for example, if you're a mom or a dad and you're working, like... um. 20 hours a week and you know you then you want to go home to your kids and stuff then you can literally put your partner or whoever that is or your kids on the same benefit plan as you that was something that was really that's good that's awesome i yeah. don't know because i don't have any kids or a partner um how many like 
how much percentage they'd get. I'm pretty sure it was the same. I but think yeah. you're right because I remember way back when, like years ago, my dad mentioned to me that uh, I want to say it was like back in almost like okay maybe after the war, but it was very very long ago that wives would of like men would go work at Starbucks to get benefits so cool. for them too. Because if they like couldn't get a job anywhere else, or like a typical nine to five, it's like, well, if I just go work at Starbucks, I can get full time or whatever, get as many hours to get as much coverage as you can on like dental or whatever. Yeah. Like that could like actually work. So like apparently a lot of women were doing it at the time. That's so crazy. There was yeah. a, there was a couple of moms that were working at our store. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. There was yeah. Yeah. There was. There was. Now that you said couple. Yeah. Um, and they would do that too with their own kids. They'd put their family, yeah. their husbands, all that stuff on it. And like, honestly, yeah, Canada, your, our health insurance is great. You know, coverage, all that stuff. But like, there's certain things that are a little expensive. Definitely not as expensive as America, but you know. I know we have to like thank our lucky blessings. I know exactly. Thank for what we do have. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And that was it. I'm trying to think of more. Your least favorite part about the job. Okay. So what was my least favorite part about the job? Hmm. Was there a task? Was there a certain customer? <gasps> floors. <laughs> I hated floors. Oh, my God. Or this case. Floors. And uh, guys, I get it. But there would be a lot of drug addicts that would come into our establishment. Bathroom. And I would have to, like, not have to. I was not obligated. I could just close the bathroom down and no one was allowed to use it and wait till somebody from facilities came in to, like, clean up the blood and stuff that would, like, squirt and, like, all over the walls. And I'm sorry. No, I can't believe that happened. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you when were I, on shift when this okay, happened. So when I first started working, this stuff was so prominent in that location that basically there would be, um, people who had drug addictions and they would come in and they do stuff in the bathroom yeah shoot up in the bathroom and i we would find their needles we would find like blood on sprayed on the like mirrors sometimes we find them like yeah they're literally like their pants down like falling on the floor dazed like you know and were you with anyone was this because usually i heard that this stuff would happen on a night shift that obviously makes more sense but it would happen in daytime too especially if you were like oh, really coming in at 6 a.m like they within the time frame of 6 to 12 p.m 6 a.m to 12 p.m you would see like some of them were still lingering around or like you know you yeah just, you and it wasn't know. even a that bad location. of an area though like yeah no it's in the <sighs> middle of a really good area like on one side and then a not so great on the other other side yeah um but yeah honestly any public like location is like that i'm pretty sure other brands are like that too tim hortons oh yeah mcdonald's oh yeah i remember this one time somebody shat in the garbage can (laughs) (laughs) and i was like that is disgusting there's a toilet right beside it (laughs) oh my god no there's people that would urinate besides the <laughs> toilet or as you're like walking you're like why is it sticky so wet and like yellow and like it was just gross or like people who would like oh my god no <laughs> so funny <laughs> can't believe i'll say this somebody actually did this they 
personally scooped up whatever came out of their behind and threw it at the mirror. <laughs> we'll throw it at the toilet. <laughs> Why? Yes. Why? Like, I'm trying to think like like who would like to like just feel that warm crap <laughs> literally and be like i don't know what to do with you know, this you know what they're probably like you know you guys made my drink really sweet like you know here you go yeah no like they just put that bathroom out of order like one i swear one was out of order more than it was in order <laughs> because of all of this crap it was the bathroom that was like closest to us yeah i would i would honestly if i had a choice to i'd never go to that one because of yeah. all the crap and that it's just happen. like anytime sorry just naturally honestly anytime something's in the front like or closest to of use you already know it's being used frequently and touched frequently why would you want to put yourself in that position? yeah 100 percent. yeah even when i'm like picking something from the grocery store like i'll pick something far from the back I think everyone does that. Yeah, and technically, yeah. I used to work at Rexall, which yeah. is like, uh, like shoppers it's or drugstore. Drug um, and what we like, we were told when we were putting out stock FIFO, that it was right? what FIFO first in first out. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd have to like take the oldest product, pull it to the front and then put the, the new. new stuff in the back. Which and makes like, sense. Yeah. yeah. And I always, even before that, my mom taught me, Clarissa, always get your stuff from the back. I'm like, my got mom it, mom. taught me that too. Got it. Yeah. And like at grocery store, you're checking the dates. Like you're always looking for the one that will like expire the latest yeah. unless you're literally eating it that day. Mm. Yeah. Literally. It's the truth. Yeah. I love the avocado spread at Starbucks. Oh my God. Yeah. On multigrain bagels. The big buff guy showed me that. I know. I know. <laughs> the big buff guy was great. He was just like a mini Bob. We would get him to carry all the milk bags yeah. when we had to like, cause we'd have to do trips. He would just take a bunch at one, one, one shot and just fill us up. I know. Like, he was so great though. Oh my God. Honestly, he was also a little charmer. Yeah. He, he was a mini Bob. Like just buffer. Yeah, literally just buffer. Other Bob was like tall and like <laughs> Yeah, tall. Like, you know, you know, he had his own charm in his way, his but socks. like his socks were his charm. Oh, his socks. He lived for his socks. His socks always had something on it. Oh my god, guys, look at my socks. Pulls up his like pants. Like he had to make sure people saw them that day. Usually had like pizza on it or like you weird know. like fruits or something. Yeah, yeah. It was cool though. I like socks. Uh, now I'm a sock person. When yeah. I go to the gym, I like to wear like on deadlift day i wear like long socks and cool socks yeah yeah, yeah. i saw some socks yesterday with aliens on it i wanted to get <gasps> i was with bumblebees oh that's they're so from cute. the cheerio box oh, that's so cute <laughs> that's so cute did you like get, do the saber bees thing oh they sent like what's it called i forgot that cheerios they like send you stuff if you like order their seed packets oh yeah Oh, I haven't. Yeah. I didn't know that it like existed. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so what's your favorite memory from Starbucks? Sunday mornings. Sunday mornings are great because like there was barely anybody that would ever come in. Sunday mornings would only pick up after like nine a.m. Wait, so everyone's at church. Isn't yeah. that what the excuse was? Yeah, and like it's just it's so calm, quiet, and like. A couple people that are working with you, so you guys are just all sitting there talking, getting things it's done. More chill, obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys just are all talking about like life and just really catching up and getting to know each other there. Because like, yeah, it's great. Like, we want to give you guys the best of the connections that we obviously can. But like in Starbucks, like you have to really be a people's person. And like by surrounding a bunch of like people's persons, even if you're like a little social anxious, like you know, um, if 
pushes you to be out there and conquer your fears. And that's what I really liked about Starbucks. Like everybody just gets to know everybody and you really so do. Different. Yeah. I felt like I was on a good level with everyone, almost everyone. Because some people didn't have shifts with that often, yeah. but I was like pretty friendly with pretty much everyone. And, like all of our age group, no one was judging anybody. We were just like so chill. If anything, like we were almost sticking up for one another. Yeah. If, like, we anything were always were sticking up for one another. Yeah. That's the thing. That you were the best. You'd always be like, oh, Clarissa's always on customer support. I'll put you on bar today. Yeah. Literally. But the truth was, I wasn't on customer support that often, but I hated it. So I was always so happy no, that you'd put you, me because, on. You know bar. why? It's because I think I every time I'd come in, you'd see me on I'd CS. I'd see you on CS and i'd be like um and that's its nickname cs i literally like, Customer support. um why is she on there like <laughs> why is she on it again like <laughs> how many days has it been this yeah, week yeah i get yeah. so annoyed there, there's like another one of my friends she worked with us i don't know if you remember her but she was really cute small and she had like she would put on like pink eyeliner sometimes she was really cute i'll tell you her name after but yeah, she was really sweet, and that girl was always being put on customer support, and she never even got a chance to like work on bars. That girl quit after a month. I don't blame her. Like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that, that is frustrating. That's so like, frustrating. It's I and understand. she made it clear that yeah. she's like she's always on it. That's not fair. You, you should guys? balance it out. Like yeah. as much as like you have a favorite spot and you have like your least favorite, like it's also kind of the shift's job to like make sure it. gets rounded out so everyone's like had their like turn you know what i mean like big buff guy over time only liked to be on pos oh he made that very clear he did not like cleaning and drinks were okay sometimes when it was busy i know he literally was great at everything yeah i didn't get it yeah it was just so like natural to him yeah he put him on cs he was everything was clean spotless like you put him on bar he was making great drinks but he just wanted to talk yeah, he was a talker. <laughs> yeah, that was his thing. He liked that. He was cool. Don't worry. He was not harassing anybody. <laughs> we have to like, keep saying that as a claim. Okay, so one more thing we can talk about unless I come up with something else. But uniform. So what was uniform like? I remember getting the booklet. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it changed from when you got hired to when I got hired. It did. It did change. What so was when the I had gotten it, basically it was like from what I remember, that like, short little summary. Like you can wear a white collared shirt, you can wear a white top, you can wear a black collared shirt, black top. So it's black and white? No logos. Um, brown was also allowed. Um, so neutral And navy, but that's it. Yeah, so all really neutral. Like obviously, like literally business colors. What about pants? No jeans. Yeah, definitely. Dress pants? Uh, yeah, what'd you wear on dress bottoms? pants or like khakis? I don't know. Was it dress pants? Dress pants and I think actually jeans were a lot. I don't know what like, it was when you started. I can't remember because it changed like literally a month after. Yeah. And I was there for like three years. And so shoes? Shoes were always like either black, brown. Yeah, those had to be white. neutral too, I believe. Yeah. And then Honestly, over time. all I ever did was literally wear all black. It was just easiest. Honestly, yeah. it's the same when you're like a hostess at a restaurant or like. Like if you spill mocha sauce all over you, no one can see it. Okay, this is a secret, which is not really secret, but I remember when I got an interview at Starbucks, I knew a girl that worked at the pool with me, and she said, the only thing I will say 
when you get hired is have your little section in the closet of just your Starbucks clothes because yeah. you'll permanently smell like milk. Oh my like, god, no. milk! You'll smell like coffee. Just you'll smell like Starbucks. Like I remember that one section of my clo- like it's just Starbucks, and I don't wear those clothes for anything else because yeah. you spill milk on yourself. You get coffee on yourself. You're mm-hmm. making coffee all the time, like mocha, mo- sauce. mocha sauce. <laughs> it's like sticky and super liquidy. I know, um, but. What I was going to say is I think when I got the book, I remember Bob was sitting with me and saying, oh, yeah, this has really changed. Like, now you can have different hair colors. They have, you can like, have scarves piercings, and stuff in there. But, like, like, you can't have piercings on your face, only on your ears, I think. No, you can have piercings on your face. I think he was just being a little selective. No, no, you couldn't at the time. Really? Because I remember someone who had worked there had piercing? one. And, like, it was a huge thing. Like, are they allowed? Are they not allowed? She's wearing a stud. She's wearing a ring. Like, who really cares? Like, yeah. Piercings allowed or piercings not? Like, because now like, we're getting selective, like you said, with like ears or face. Mm-hmm. Hair color could be anything, which apparently didn't used to be. Yeah, like I know. That. Oh, yeah, your hair had to be like tattoos. Yeah, they allowed tattoos too. Like apparently tattoos weren't a thing. Thank God I wasn't born in that generation. I know. And then. <sighs> and then okay and then the outfits were neutrals but also you could wear small prints oh and they had like yeah like you could do pinstripe or you someone could had do, pineapples once yeah but like apparently i remember this because my assistant manager at the time was trying to tell me that this is not allowed they're like it has to be like a specific size yeah it was a, i remember that too it had to be really small and it's like again gray area because like well is there you gonna measure it yeah like, what? and who are you to tell me what's small to you and what's small to me that's very true yeah. and then you can wear hats oh yeah was fedoras it and, and fedoras yeah just again no big logos which is crappy because even if it was small like i like some logos yeah. you know well it's really it makes hard sense to find. though because like you you're in you're representing like starbucks not nike in, oh, or yeah. champion or, or adidas. adidas or yeah. like if you're on that like 420 grind it has like <laughs> I bob know. marley stuff all over <laughs> yeah and also we yeah. had like playlists okay this is like off the clothing topic now yeah. we had playlists that um, were specifically designated for star yeah but i remember every now and again this one girl when bob wasn't in she would put in her phone into the ox and it was great because we really listening to like pop Ariana and Grande. Rap, and it was just great like it was like our generation music yeah you know? which like i get other customers are like turned back on the other stuff like elevator music yeah literally. Like, i love elevator no. music sometimes when people are talking yeah, i will like, like have elevator music playing my head i'm like yeah it's but so yeah funny. no um <laughs> i did not allow that to happen no you weren't there i know you were definitely yeah. not there okay i um, was like but yeah no honestly that that was the fun part like about it like we just we just made sure everything maintained its professionalism but we made leniencies to work with us and we don't work there anymore so yeah so tell them how long you were working there i was working there i think i got hired january 25th january 25th i got hired and then i left february first two weeks or something february three years later so 2000 what to 2000 what the 2016 till 2019 wow so it's pretty recent still mm-hmm. kind of i cashed in those stocks though did you yeah that's good no i think i was only there for i was there for a much shorter time i was there for five months or six months and then i transferred to one near my school where i went to school sorry Um, i've been like talking about my my own (laughs) no that's the point though like that's why you're on but um it was an adjustment because first of all it wasn't 24 hours second it was downtown in london ontario which i've talked about before and like other podcasts and videos of mine on youtube and 
oh my god my stomach like keeps making noises yeah. i'm like oh the mic picked that up um <laughs> So I remember when I asked Bob to transfer, he was like a little caught off guard at first because he just expected for me to like give it two weeks. And I was like, oh, do I have to work for a certain amount of time to in order to get transferred? Because I was still pretty like new. I, I wasn't the newest anymore, but I was still new, I would say. Like I wasn't there for that that long. Mm. And then he made the call to someone in London who I like spoke to and saw if they were hiring, except they wanted 20 hours a week minimum as just a barista. And I was like, I don't think I could do that with school because I had dropped out and now started college. And I wanted to like get very familiar with everything before I committed to working, which was not my priority. It was like I said, my fun job. I really as much as like money would have been nice. I didn't need it, you mm -hmm. know, but it was just like, oh, I like Starbucks. I want to continue that because I don't want to leave and have to like go through the hiring process mm -hmm. again. Um, it wasn't 24 hours. It was downtown. I remember it was sketchy, too, because like a lot of like drug addicts and stuff. And we'd have to like click the button to unlock the bathroom door and they had to buy something in order to use it and it's like it just got to be a gray area when like some people would just like let them use it if they didn't buy anything but then i would get in trouble if like you i didn't sell yeah and it was like but why did you just let them in but i'm not allowed and they're like yeah. oh well they're gonna poo on the floor then like are you gonna clean it i'm like <laughs> <laughs> okay well why do we have this stupid button for this door then let's just let people use it like what and then like who am i gonna make buy a cookie and who am i not like i don't understand Stand. yeah exactly so, and they were they were nice the uh manager was like young kind of like bob's age too like female mm -hmm. version mm -hmm. um and she was cool i didn't see her that often though and i remember I, I couldn't do 20 hours a week and then on top of that commuting from just there to school is like 20 minutes which isn't terrible but it gave me so much stress just thinking how the winter will be and like if my bus is late i'll be late for school and then i'm gonna have to explain to my prof and i want to have like good impressions like yeah. everything just domino affected i keep using that term a lot this yeah. segment but i just i didn't want to let either of them down so then i eventually like i think it only lasted two or three weeks and i went to the manager and i was like listen like i remember almost crying so like i feel so bad like i pushed so hard to like get here and got bob to like allow it to happen and make sure it all went smooth and then <laughs> i was like listen um i can't do this and she's like it's okay honestly like i totally understand like your program's demanding like I, I won't take it to heart if you ever feel like you have more time come back and I was like that's, so that's literally the best when people say that with open arms at any job because it's just like it gives you that reassurance that everything is okay yeah and so it I also like, like makes you feel like you're appreciated yeah like, you I know? do wish so I took an apron before I quit oh do you have one yeah I have my <gasps> coffee masters <laughs> what coffee masters what? i have done the coffee masters do you know what that is is that the the course that okay i wanted her to talk about that but i'm really glad you brought it up because i forgot about it tell okay. them what it is because not That's everyone funny. gets to do it so basically about the apron that she was just talking about the I green actually, apron is the, what everyone wears yes the universal green a apron i definitely snatched one from our little bin i you know may have forgotten to take it off when i was trying to go home <laughs> where is oh, it to their car i know so then yeah but then the reason why I remember Coffee Masters is because we get a black apron that literally says Coffee Master. Basically, Coffee Master, a Starbucks, Starbucks prides itself on the knowledge that it passes on to its employees, which is a great thing because they literally are so full of experience. They're so enriched, like, in its history and experience um, of, like what they do with their farmers and, like, their coffee, how it's grown, all that stuff. So... If interested, and if your manager or someone in your district is holding a coffee master's program, that's literally what it's called, um, you just ask your manager 
and you go or you ask that person um, if you can sign up. And it's usually open to a lot of people and you get paid for it. You sit down, you learn. That's cool. Yeah, and you, you get paid for it. Yeah, honestly, you get paid for everything at Starbucks. They're That's really true. generous. That's like, true. They'll pay for your any first meeting, aid, any CPR stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. I know. It's really cool. And like food safety, I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Starbucks is really cool. So we got this food, uh, I mean, this coffee masters program and basically it was just like a, a couple of like this, um, people like supervisors or baristas and you just sit down and talk about coffee, what you learned, what you studied that week. It'd be like one meeting a week and like you, each time you'd have basically like this new assignment and through the chapter, like at the end of the chapter, it'll give you a new assignment from the book that you're supposed to be reading. Um, it's like, this is how coffee's grown. What did you learn from this, like, you know, segment? Or That's like, cool. Yeah. And Where would it be held? It would usually be held like within a, a store. Okay, no, so it's a store. a store, yeah. And, like, well, mine was held within, like, our store. And um, how'd you get the black apron? So That's the thing. Once you're done the program, you just... They literally get you a black apron that says coffee master on it. You are now a certified coffee master. You stand out. Oh my if God. they, if a customer sees you and they are educated on the knowledge of coffee and Starbucks, they will know that you know what the good st- like coffee is and like how you to, know like, the good ex- good. Yeah, exactly. That's sweet. So how many people would be in this course typically, or is it very? Honestly, I think you can like max eight or ten people. Like it literally doesn't matter. I feel like it's just however much the instructor can hold. The instructor is usually a manager. Or, like, someone else that's just a certified, like, coffee master. They can run the program. And, you know. That's yeah. awesome. It was cool. Basically, you just Ugh. do, like, like it's, like, little projects. You basically get to pick a coffee for the week. You, t- like, taste it out with another, like, pastry from Starbucks. And you pair it with that. They were really big on that, like, pairings. It's part of the training. Exactly. We'll because it brings out... Like the certain flavor of notes. the coffee and yeah, notes that the coffee naturally had brings out like the origin where the coffee came from. Like the, that origin might specifically be known for citrusy notes or like darker notes, more velvety, stuff like that. Yeah. Wait, so first of all, I wish I did that course because I, I really wanted a black apron. I remember the person who trained me at the time told me about this and I was like, I want it. I know. Just because it's like it's not the green one everybody mm-hmm. has the green one there's not many select few handful that mm-hmm. have those black aprons that have taken this course mm-hmm. so is there another time that you did a coffee tasting thing or was this part of that coffee tasting starbucks you're supposed to like bob didn't do that this that much with us but um there was another lady after him and she did it she was she built herself in the ground up she was barista shift supervisor assistant manager manager yeah so she went up all the levels so she knew that um every couple weeks you're supposed to have a review and basically like you just have a coffee tasting with your um, manager you guys just talk about your progress what you like to improve on um that's so nice we never did that yeah not when i was there at least yeah i'm not saying that's like a terrible thing but it would have been something nice really cool it was really cool it was fun like you just take the time every day you get paid for it 15 minute conversation you get to get whatever you want off your chest whatever's upsetting you or you get to like listen to just great feedback about how you've been doing and like let's how to grow work on or, something yeah, like you sure. know that you see is this, like a little bit of a challenge which is whether it's like how you want to talk to your employees about getting certain tasks done so you're not like so overwhelmed that uh, after like, yeah. you know you leave or like you did such a great job on the sales like we want to see more of that like you know it was just really good. Like it yeah. was really positive. Specifically the training. 
um, that we didn't go over too, too much. Um, I said earlier on that it was like kind of intense and with hours and such, but trying to remember the steps for a hot drink and a cold drink and for the amount of pumps for each. Mm -hmm. And then, um, just like, I guess, learning where everything goes, how, how you would date things, how things would be kept for how long. Um, but something I did really like is the coffee pairing and like origins test. I remember it was like a spinning wheel on the computer and you'd have to like match like the origin and the coffee bean. I can't remember, but I remember it being like, it wasn't just like, Oh my God, I have to do this training. It was like, they made it enjoyable. tried to make like a little game and quiz out of it. So it would, you would remember it in a better way. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. And I I loved pairing coffees and food was like the best part of the day honestly yeah exactly because you're just like i use when i was a customer i used to have to want to pay for these yeah and now you just get it for free free. like the person who trained me is like okay what do you think it'll taste good with and i was like you're letting me pick like at first like she would um pick the items but Mm -hmm. then like after a few shifts like okay what do you think this would taste good with and Mm -hmm. then like i'd pick it out that's so fun yeah it's it's a fun process it's Mm -hmm. like everyone would always say like about starbucks yeah Everyone always like, like, isn't it crazy to work I should have kept my job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, everyone's like, isn't it crazy there? Like, how do you, how do you... It was a little crazy Over time, though, and, like, again, it depends, like, who you work for and the team you're with will really change your experience. Yeah, exactly. We had a great team. Yeah. Sometimes... Don't regret my time there at all. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. I'm like, sometimes, not so great. (laughs) But, like, you know, when their shift ended, everybody was happy. So... (laughs) literally that's how it just was yeah yeah, no honestly it was so much fun like i'm sorry if if anybody's listening and they didn't think that i said everything that i should have said or if i said something incorrectly honestly it's been so long but as far as i'm concerned i love starbucks and yeah yeah no i liked it too Mm. definitely one one for one for the books yeah like i would tell people yo definitely get a job yeah like yeah it was good honestly for anybody's age you also get tips i forgot to say like they divvy out tips um so usually that much it's not but it's still like because we had like a large volume of people working with us so we have to like split it up basically you just all the tips for the week go together in one pile from what i I never did tips but from what i remember and they based off of how many hours you'd work and what was accumulated they would get divided and, and that's how it, it yeah. Go. Every week they'd be putting in a little brown envelope. A little seven dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That was nice. I know it was cute. <laughs> get your little name on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to get my little brown bag. I know. <laughs> and the a good thing is too is when you sub at other stores, you also then get tips for that week. Yeah. So you'll just have a random envelope sitting there. There, you're like, and oh, they're safe. Am I yeah. To grab that? Oh my god! Yeah, that was another cool thing about Starbucks. If you weren't getting enough hours at your store, you can pick them up at another store in your district. Yeah, that was so cool. It was very uh, fluid and yeah, seamless like that they way. They just wanted to help everybody. Yeah, it was great. Honestly, thinking back about it, like it's a really good setup. They know what they're doing, and like they're as successful as they are because of it. I want to say yeah. one more thing. I want to add. There was these cards. I don't know what they called them, but. Um, say someone has been waiting really really long time for their drink or their drink got messed up <gasps> oh we uh, were allowed to give out um i don't know what's called we're sorry is we're sorry cards yeah no that's not what it's called but like recovery cards recovery cards recovery cards they're the best guys they're there's so a secret cute. that you don't hear often yeah um it'd be a five dollar preloaded gift card 
So basically, it pays for an average drink it's that just you get to Starbucks. say sorry. Yeah. It's and the like, best was, the person who trained me was like, I was like, oh, do I have to go like run this by my shift supervisor? Blah, blah, no. Blah. She's like, no, it's like literally up to your discretion. Like if you find that somebody waited too long or some, like, something could have been done to make that person's experience, experience better, better, then you 100% go swipe that card, activate it, and give it to them. Like, that's what I loved about Starbucks. There was a lot of things that was literally, it was up to your discretion. You don't have to ask people like am i doing this right am i doing this wrong like you're not breaking any rules by making somebody's day that's what their biggest thing is like make somebody's day yeah accordingly obviously but like just make somebody's day yeah like yeah that's good it was really i was i loved it <laughs> that's so cute i used to give out a couple on the weekends because like you know especially when people are new like you're just like and especially it's like when the, you, you think the last like oh when's the last time you gave one out and you can't remember you're like okay it's been too long like yeah. somebody's definitely been upset since then i haven't yeah, exactly or it's been busy and like you hadn't had a chance to like yeah but you're always supposed to be looking up eye contact always reading everybody's body language that was a big thing like read everybody's body language if they're urgent get them <laughs> what they need urgently but if it was like you know they're like coming in ready to have a conversation have that conversation you're making their day like yeah yeah is there anything else you want to add honestly no but this is my first podcast and i like really had fun <laughs> good i'm so glad yeah, do you want to plug any socials or do you want to remain off well right now i don't have any social media i actually deactivated my Instagram. Doing a cleanse yeah. again yeah <laughs> um okay you know, well you'll see from her in the future at yes, some point you'll you definitely will but thank you so much for coming yeah, on i had yeah, so much fun. fun i hope we covered everything but yeah. if we can somehow do a part two to this at any point in time that would be probably cool like a cool yeah, segment definitely if there's you something you want to touch on more yeah. that we didn't and we just kind of glazed over then we'll all keep that in mind yeah okay well thanks for coming on Yee, thanks for having me <laughs>